happy new year, everybody. Happy new year. It is the brunch. That's right. I said brunch with Back in Time <laughs> Brothers right here on this first day of 2021. Happy new year, brother. Happy new year. Good to uh, be with you live. <laughs> yeah, I think Bono just said that. Didn't he? <laughs> I will be with you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you like the way we kind of started off with a little U2 New Year's Day. I thought that was kind of think that's it. not very subtle, obviously. It's, a, it's appropriate, I think. It's an appropriate yes. song, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm really excited about doing this live show. How about you? Oh, I am too. I mean, we've always talked about doing something live, and I know we've talked about doing some video, and I think that's something that'll happen down the road. But this is a first step, and we get to um, utilize our brand new radio channel to use that as a vehicle to do live shows. That is correct. Back in time, Brothers Radio. Ooh, like that? Yeah, like that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> record so, that promo. Yeah well, yeah, well, I should probably record that, shouldn't I? <clears throat> um, so... Let me let's 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 talk about something here. Let's let's talk about why we're doing this show. Well, I know we wanted to do I think originally we talked about do we do a New Year's Eve show? But you know, a couple of things come into play there. Number one, people are out partying and they're doing different things on New Year's Eve. There's there's a lot of competing stuff. Are they though uh, really? So- like, especially with COVID, <laughs> were they really partying last night? <laughs> I tell you what, I had some people that reached out to me throughout the night and they were partying. I saw some, yeah, I saw people out at Lake Metagoshi shooting off fireworks and uh, and drinking and having a good time. So I know that was happening somewhere. Yeah, well, we we did have some fireworks in Bismarck also. And from what I heard at the Capitol, um, it it was, it lasted about 30 seconds, the firework display. So good job, Bismarck. (laughs) Awesome. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> a 30 second that's nice let's that's hear nice. for the fireworks in bismarck yes awesome you know it's funny last night as it was um you know I, i'm in uh in arizona as some may know and so i'm an hour behind uh bismarck at this stage and um i was um messaging you know mom right. mama, bird mama bird during uh, last night and all she was focused on was fireworks i i swear you know, I would say, you know, hey, what are you doing? Oh, they're doing fireworks. And then I would come back with something else. And then she'd keep talking about the fireworks. And I'm like, I go, Mom, clearly you're focused on the fireworks. So go do the fireworks. Uh, she must be really excited on the 4th of July then if we're talking about fireworks. Oh. She must like doing, she's like, it was like a cat, like running, you know, or a dog running around like, oh, hey, fireworks, fireworks, jumping through windows or something. My goodness. Fireworks yes. is not what I think about on New Year's Eve. I'm sorry. I, I don't think I don't, about fireworks. I don't, really don't either. I don't know where that is. But, but, but I mean, yeah, I don't yeah, know where it came from. I mean, it's, all of a sudden, it's like fireworks is a big deal on New Year's Eve. For me, I thought it was about you know getting drunk. I mean, I honestly, I think that's what most people do on New Year's Eve: pop in the open up mm-hmm. the bubbly and you know salute for the new year. And especially after the year we've had, woof! It's time for a new year. That's for sure. Yeah, I think it was a, a common theme. You know, kicking out twenty twenty, going to twenty twenty one. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, it, it'll be good to get that past us. I agree a hundred percent with that for sure. Um, so what, what are we, what are we going to do in our show today? Let, I mean, what, you know, what's the, I mean, obviously to go live is huge for us. It's, it's something we wanted to do, but can you can you give us a little bit about what we're going to do this, this next two hours of excitement with the, with the back in time <laughs> brothers? It's a lot of pressure here, bro. Come on. <laughs> You're trying to pull off two hours. Um, anyway, um, 
So, and this is life without a net. I mean, we, there's no editing on this. We're, we're just going. And so, yeah, we'll flub up and everything. And, and, but we'll try to have a little structure, something that we probably tend to not do very much. So you're saying that if I fall, there's not going to be a net to protect me is what you're saying. No, you're, you're going down. Going down. Going down. Okay. Let's hope the technology holds up. Let's hope that the (laughs) servers don't, you know, crash. Um, You know, hopefully right now people can actually hear us. Let's, let's hope. I hope so. Well, well, here, here's a good way to check that out. You know, we do have our FaceTime page, guys, um, Back in Time Brothers. Um, Facebook, Facebook. I'm sorry. I said FaceTime. Yeah, Facebook. Um, so feel free to reach out to us because I am monitoring uh, the page and I can be able to respond back to you guys. And, um, you know, any questions, we'd definitely like to throw that on the show as well. Yeah, people um, have any questions for us and are listening. So please feel free to do so. Yeah, and um, I think... At least one of my kids are listening, maybe maybe more. And if I am monitoring text, so if something goes off the rails, let me know via text. Awesome. We're good. All right. So the show today, I thought we'd do kind of a a little bit of a recap on 2020. Um, I want to talk about New Year's Eve. I, I spent a little time last night watching some of the shows. Okay. And it's something that I used to always do. And, and I've, I've done traditionally since I was a kid watching, you know, Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh, so I watched a couple of them. I didn't get to see obviously with, with everything competing at the same time. I only got to see a couple going back and forth, but um, you know, so I want to talk about that and, uh, and then, you know, talk a little bit, some entertainment news through the year. Okay. Um, talk a little bit about uh, us, what we kind of went through in 2020, kind of recap that from our perspective. Okay. Got some, uh, kind of strange stories from throughout the year that I'll share a, a, a few of those. So basically all of 2020. <laughs> yeah. It's a damn strange story is what it is. Yeah. Okay. Damn strange year. <laughs> then, um. You know, one of the popular segments that, or not to say segments, but during our podcast, we tend to, or you tend to, always say "rest in peace." Rest in that peace. would it. Absolutely. That's, <laughs> yeah. So I thought we'd do a you know a proper in memoriam for 2020. I could be. Yeah, that's going to be a lengthy one, maybe, huh? Yeah, and I'll focus it on you know, some of the, the major ones and, uh, and music. And I think, and I think for those that are listening, I think I will not say rest in peace after each name, uh, for, for your benefit. I think it'll just be a, a one, one and done rest in peace. No, no pun intended with the one and done, but it, it'll be rest in peace to all, all of our fallen. Yeah. <laughs> rest in pieces once and for all. So there we go. I love Mises to pieces. <laughs> And then, um, then we're going to do a little kind of our best um, podcast moments, talk a little bit about some of the ones that seem to be, um, you know, were really well received by, uh, by the audience. They commented the most on that. Obviously, we'll probably bring up Mama Bird and George, but um, we'll share that for them. Yes. Good old Mama Bird. And then we'll do some music stuff. Um, I decided to kind of look back and go, you know, what were the top songs in 1991, so 30 years ago, and then also back in 1981, 40 years ago. And uh, you might be kind of surprised 
you know, it's funny to watch from decade to decade what right. really was hot and what, you know, you can tell the style of music that was going on in 91 versus 81. So that'll be interesting. You know, it's kind of cool when you when you were just saying right now about uh, um, we're going to go back 40 years, to 30 years, 1991, then 40 to 81. You almost sounded like Casey Kasem just a little bit there. <laughs> <laughs> Casey's top. There point. it is. I like it. Good. Yeah. yeah. Keep on dancing and reaching for the stars. Oh yes. Yeah. Gotta be reaching for the stars. Oh, all the time. So uh so that's that's how we're gonna wrap that up. And then in between, um we are on radio and so we have to kind of pay the bills. So there will be some I promise only be second sec. I'm sorry, 60 second ad spots. That's it. And we have to do four per hour. So take your bathroom break for that. I minute. thought you were going to say we had to do like 46 minutes of commercials. And I was like, well, that show becomes a four, an hour, you know, an hour show. That's great. Yes. yes. <laughs> so uh, there you go. All right. I like, I like what we're going to do. I like what we're talking about. Um, I think that's a, it's a good format to what people now are, I'm going to be listening to what we're doing today. So uh, let's jump right in. I think let's let's go and you know, something that we haven't really done a lot, bro, in a while. And I know this is not the most exciting part for people to hear, but it, I like to know, you know, what's going on with like our stats, like who, you know, who, who and where are, are, are people listening? And we know our, our home office in Council Bluffs, Iowa is always blowing up the charts. So we appreciate that. But I'd love to know who else is out there. Okay. Um, and so those of you that that follow the podcast, um, you know, we've talked from time to time. You know, our, our goal was just to get as much outreach as possible. And um, the I think the exciting thing that I want to mention is that we are now have been downloaded in all six continents. We don't count the seventh Antarctica because there's, you know, penguins or something there. So that the... Well, penguins are important too. Yes, but I don't know if they have any listening. Uh, they probably don't. Yeah, yeah, they probably don't. So six. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, yeah. That's so global. we've we've we went global, <laughs> like literally. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap! That's awesome. Yeah. So um, here are the countries that we have been downloaded in: Australia, good day, Spain, hola. Algeria. I don't know what they what they say over there. Sorry, I mean French. I think in Algeria. We oui, oui. uh, <laughs> the UK. Hello, mate. No, that's Australia. Sorry, UK. You said right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the ne- the Netherlands. Okay. Ireland. Ah, oh, top of the morning to you. Then we have Brazil. Obrigado. Yes. We've got uh, Mauritius, which we talked about our our, our African uh, territory there. That's right, yeah. Austria, Hungary, Canada, Russia, Japan, Mexico, India, Germany, Pakistan, and our number one country where we're downloaded the most is in France. Oh, we oui, we oui, Francais. We've got we got a, certainly one listener for sure that has downloaded like you know all our episodes, and so I don't know who that person is, but I, you know it would be great if that person could reach out to us on Back in Time Brothers at gmail dot com, and we'd love to uh, be able to uh, to say hi. 
That's awesome. France. Wow. Yeah, you told me a little bit about that, that uh, the, the, the France gentleman or person, whoever that may be, and has downloaded all our episodes. So that's really cool. Thank you. And, and thank you to everyone that has, and all over the world, that has listened to us and downloaded our episodes. Thank you very much. Very much. I'm sorry. Yeah. And we've been downloading over 200 cities. And um, so it, it's it's nice to see, you know, some of that um, um, that reach. And I know when we started this, bro, we, we it was like, well, you know what? If our kids listen to us, we'll be happy. We're just going to do it for fun. And my kids don't even listen. So they go figure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we have had some really great uh, fans and, and uh, we appreciate each and every one of them. And, and you know, some that that reach out to us quite often. And um, just, you know, this is great that um, we've been able to, you know, hopefully, you know, during such a dark year provide some you know some levity and uh you know some fun hey you know and adding on to that we've had some people reach out to us and tell us that how they've made you know we've made their year a little bit better because of everything and and also people saying that you know it's been a great you know trip down memory lane and things like that so um and that was kind of the goal i think is just to kind of put ourselves out there and do this kind of stuff so um i think we're achieving what we wanted to do as me and you both had this dream to do this, and here we are doing it. So, um, loving it, man. Cool. All right. Well, I tell you what. Before we move on, let's get one of those like spots out of the way. What do you think? So, what you're going to say is we're going to be back in one and one. You know, it's funny you say that. Do you remember when? Yeah, the, the Chuck Woolery used to always do on um, uh, what was it? The uh, what was the show? Love Connection. Yeah, we'll be back. The two and two. We'll be back in two and two. Yeah, we'll be back. In so we'll be back in one and loving it. <laughs> Welcome to Calvin's Barbershop. You all got to see this. I don't even want to know what you're looking at on that phone. Well, you should. I was learning about the dangers of high blood pressure and that we need to get ours checked regularly. High blood pressure can increase the risk of heart attack or stroke, but this text program can help keep it at a healthy range. Just text Barbershop to 97779 to sign up. I'll get right on it as soon as I'm done with this baby panda video. <laughs> text Barbershop to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies, like, like the storm. storm. When, when it kicked in, we had we a plan. Separated. We, we were able to get in touch with each other in no, no time. Idea how to find each other. The, the whole, whole experience, experience was, was the most frightening 10 hours of my life. If, if there's, there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms, moms out there, there, it's to stay calm and keep to the plan. Message. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Start your plan at ready.gov. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. All right, we're back, uh, back in time, brothers. Show the brunch episode. Um, so if you're listening to us right now, hopefully you have like a Caesar with you, or a Bloody Mary, maybe a mimosa, or maybe you did too many of those last night. But um, hey, have a drink and join us for the show, or just join us for the show. Have fun, right? That's what we're gonna do. So uh, let's talk about um, New Year's Eve. Bro. No. Hold on one second. I could, you know, I should have planned this better. I should have probably had a mimosa. You probably this. should have, yeah. yeah. Yes, I think that would have been better. Well, we probably should have did about twelve or thirteen before the show. Then the show would have really been interesting. Well, I, you know, there's a. If someone were to look at my computer screen, they, they see all these different things to run this show. There's so if I had too many mimosas, I, I would definitely not be hitting the right buttons. No, I would. Well, I would make it fun. <laughs> so or, or no one would hear it at all. Me and you would just be sitting here talking to each other. 
Um, so you, you talked a little bit about um, how you like to watch, uh, you know, your New Year's Eve shows and things like that. You do it every year. And we did as a family when we were, when we were kids. And um, uh, so I unfortunately was working last night, so I didn't get to see a whole lot of it. So I'm going to kind of follow your lead on this one. So this is all you, bro. Okay. Um, last night, I tend to normally go to the Dick Clark's Rock and Eve first. And of course, you know, Dick Clark passed, you know, some time ago and, but they continue to the tradition with Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest uh, had Billy Porter and Lucy Hale helping him out. Um, the big, the big event for this was going to be JLo's performance. And I'll I'll touch upon that, uh, in a, in a little bit. Generally the show is, is done in two, two places. They do the, um, the, the pre-recorded show that's done in LA right. and, um, you know, and, and those performances and, and what was funny about this year, just, you know, so par for the course this year was you had everybody in masks, you had everybody social distanced, you know, and I just found it kind of, you know, it's like, you got these dancers that are far apart and yet they're masked up and they're, they're performing, you know, you've got like a drummer who's far out of the way. He's got a mask on. I'm just thinking, why, why do you need the mask on? But whatever, you know, it's like, so it's like they're kind of hammering at home, wear the mask, wear the mask. Um, and then um, uh, then you had the Times Square that was happening. And it was so weird to see Times Square with just a limited amount of people. Yeah. I mean, usually it's packed to the oh, gill. Oh, it is. It's, it's, you can't move. Yeah. And so what they had done is they had partitioned off these little sections and they had um, the frontline workers. Um, so they they invited, you know, some some hospital people, first responders, things like that. And they created these little sections where they could celebrate it and they were masked up and everything. And so you had these little kind of pods spread out throughout and then you had the performances going on. So it had a really different look and feel to it, but I think for the most part, I think everybody kind of played it up and you know, the performances are what they normally are. And I think what's always fun about watching the performances, the ones that are live in times square are, is there going to be a flub up? You know, is there, you know, who's going to sound, you know, bad. I don't know that to me, it's it's always about, you know, watching. watching So what you're saying is you're wondering who's going to do a Mariah Carey is what you're saying. (laughs) <laughs> you know she just never does no, she's on point to always mess up or forget words thank you mariah for that because it's it, it is it is years of laughter and enjoyment to watch those on youtube thank you so much yeah so um the i guess the the stuff that happened in la those performances you had miley cyrus she did like a rocket in the usa or party in the usa um she did another song too, um, which I hadn't heard before, which is, um, I think it was the edge of 17 done in a different style, which was kind of interesting. Um, you had Nelly. Nelly. So Nelly, had, yeah, Nelly's been making, you know, he's been making the rounds again. So Nelly's like resurfaced and he's doing his like greatest hit stuff. So, you know, you know, getting hot in here, in there, that's, you know, that's the big thing. So he did that in another one as well. Uh, and then you had En uh, Vogue perform. Really? Yeah. And, you know, and th- so they're, they're back and they were on, I forget which it was the iHeartRadio Awards or one of the war- Billboard Awards show that I think they performed at. And let me tell you something. Um, obviously, before Destiny's Child, they were the thing. And En uh, Vogue 
they really nailed it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna. Yeah, that's good. I mean, they were they were really really good back. I was never a big Destiny's Child fan though. Okay. I, you know, but I'm not yeah. a big Beyonce fan. I make that yeah. publicly known. <laughs> okay, there you go. you're on I Reddit. Live, live. On yep. I can't take it back. There's no editing this one. It's it's going. We're gone. <laughs> okay. Uh, so and then Machine Gun Kelly performed. I think that was in Times Square. Uh, I don't know much about Machine Gun Kelly, but apparently he is now kind of a hot. He, he has been for quite some time. Um, obviously, in the uh, the Molly Crew movie on Netflix, he played Tommy Lee. Um, if if those of you don't did not know that, oh, I didn't even that know Machine that. Gun okay. Kelly. He's done some acting too, but um, he's really he's been out for quite some time. He's actually uh, um, pretty 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 well known um, with the younger kids. <laughs> yes. Yes, and that's probably why God, I'm not just, as We just weird. dated ourselves, but, didn't we? Holy crap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I guess his claim to fame now is that he's dating Megan Fox. Uh, he has been for quite some time, yeah, I think. And uh, um, he, he well, obviously, he's dated, I think, some pretty big names. Um, but Megan Fox um, is, the, is, the, uh, is the top one right now. So Okay. Yeah. So two performances I want to talk about. All right. <laughs> the first one that um, I want to mention is I saw that Cindy Lauper was going to be on. Oh, you're now you're, you're you like Cindy Lauper. You actually saw her in Congress, I, I right? do. Yeah. 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 I do. I've seen her twice. And um, which is kind of odd because people people know me, I have I have really an eclectic, you know, taste in music. I mean, I will I'm hardcore heavy metal to great classic rock to new wave to some punk to reggae. It just doesn't, I'll listen to a little bit of everything. And there's some pop stuff that, that really I'll resonate with. And when Cindy Lauper came out, it was easy to kind of just dismiss her as kind of that, you know, goofy eighties, you know, right. girl that was you right. know, with, you know, girls just want to have fun. But when you listen to time after time into true colors, right. yeah. you just see there's a lot more there. And, you know, she has a really wonderful voice. So I was excited about that. So she's on stage and um, Billy Porter, who was, um, I guess, his big claim to fame, he was in Kinky Boots, which was Cindy Lauper's musical. And um, so they did a duet. Okay. And they did a duet of True Colors. Love that song. Great song. Great song. And I don't know what happened. But either Cindy was having a tough time hearing. We always hear that. Sometimes the monitors in their ears, you know, malfunction or something. Or it was a bad night. But Cindy was off. And if you guys either saw it or if you YouTube it, it, it was it was kind of a disappointing performance. I mean, she did not sound good. Uh, and Billy Porter sounded actually really good. But so Cindy didn't. So what you're saying is Cindy didn't show her true colors performing, did she? Ooh, I like that. She did not. <laughs> she did not. Um, gosh, so that yeah, so that was disappointing. And then of course the big the big thing was J Lo. J Lo. <laughs> you know, she she I gotta say something real quick. She's looking fantastic for I mean, she she's like fifty years old. Yeah, right? I think she's in her fifties or fifty something like that. She looks fantastic. My goodness, she looks great. Yeah. So, so J Lo, of course, comes out. You know, and who's going to be by her side or nearby? Of course, A Rod. 
I swear. Oh my gosh. Would have been great if he was out there singing. Wouldn't that have been funny? <laughs> well, it was bad enough he was on the side dancing, which was kind of a yeah, 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 no. So um I, I found the, the so so here's the thing with um with J Lo. She she's gonna make kind of a big entrance. So they had this video thing uh like she was going through the um uh the subway to the street to the stage kind of thing. Okay. All pre-recorded, okay. of course. And then it cuts to the stage, and you've got J Lo where she looks like so she's like on this multi multi-level um stage and she's wearing this long white furry um almost looks like a like a white christmas tree she looks like a, a furry christmas tree okay because she's all the way at the top and the thing goes all the way down to the bottom and then on her head or on her face she's got like a cage on her on her face oh. like a lady gaga kind of move oh interesting yeah yeah, I, I did see a picture of it, and she kind of looked like a wedding cake. <laughs> Which was probably fitting, because you were doing oh, a wedding. We were doing a wedding, yeah, at, yeah at, at our restaurant. Yeah, we did a wedding. We'll talk about that later, though. Okay, so, so J-Lo starts off, sings in that, and then, of course, at the end of that song, she rips rips it off, and then she's you know half-dressed, comes out. Does a very spirited performance, you know, J-Lo, you know, and it's all live and she's singing it. Um, and she sounded pretty well. Okay. Then she goes into a Aerosmith Dream On song. Yeah, this is this is where I heard the complaints. <laughs> okay, so everybody knows J-Lo's voice. Not that it's ultra powerful, but it's a, it's a good pop voice. Mm-hmm. She does a good job. She does. Now you're going to try to go ahead and recreate Aerosmith, Steven Tyler, Dream On, with that kind of voice. Yeah, doesn't doesn't play, doesn't play. So she comes out. So the band's rocking. She's trying to rock, but her voice and and I and I noticed that the key to Dream On, right, is can you pull off those high notes, that screaming end to it, which is you know what makes that song absolutely. Yeah. Um, so she, I think she took the song down a little bit so that she knew she'd be able to hit that range. Okay. So because it was taken down in that key, it just did not have a lot of punch. So it's just a, a pop voice trying to be a rocker, didn't come across. She's grinding on the stage. She's throwing herself around, trying to you know really look really cool. Uh, but I'll give her this. She hit the notes when it came time because she, you know, started it in the right key. Okay. And, um, but you know, and I guess afterwards she said that she had hoped that Steven Tyler was going to be able to be there with her and, and he wasn't able to come. So she decided to pull off the song, whether that's true or not, I don't know, but that's what she said. Okay. So there you go. There's, um, there's my thoughts on, uh, the new year's rock and Eve. Okay. Sounds good. Um, do we want to jump into a commercial break real quick and then we'll come back and we'll re- finish recap. I like that. All right, let's do it. We'll be right back. We'll be back in one and one. Hello, Kubo. What have you got planned for today? Come on, this way. Adventure can be found anywhere, but the best place to start is in the forest. It's the most powerful magic there is. Head outside to discover incredible animals. Wow. And beautiful plants that come together to create an unforgettable adventure. <laughs> so grab your loved ones and explore a world of possibilities. Visit discovertheforest.org to find the closest forest or park to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. 
My teacher said that we should have a plan in case of an emergency. Do we have one? First thing I'm going to do is grab a flashlight with dead batteries. I'm going to start randomly throwing clothes in the bag. You two will be hiding in the closet and Dad won't be able to find you. And that's when we both start crying. Uncontrollably. Can you pass the cutlets? Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Search ReadyKids at NYC.gov or call 311. Brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management and the Ad Council. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, thank you for our sponsors for jumping in there. Um, so we, we were, we were, if you're just joining us, we were just talking about the um, wedding cake performance on stage of J-Lo um, last night, um, singing <laughs> Dream On. Um, and um, obviously, Cindy Lauper's uh, terrible performance. Um, any any other things you want to add to that, Lou? Uh, you said you were watching. That was the Ryan Seacrest show, correct? Or Dick Clark, I'm sorry. Yeah, so... So over on Fox, they had the New Year's Eve toast and roast. And I got to catch a little bit of that one. And what I enjoyed about that show was um, where Ryan, you know, on ABC did did it pretty straight, the, the standard show. On Fox, they went for more of a comedy, kind of a wilder attempt at it, which I thought was 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 a good contrast. And um, you had on there, you had Ken Jong, who, of course, is the mass singer from The Hangover, from Community and other things. Uh, and Joel McHale, who um, also is from Community and a uh, good friend of his and is now the current Card Sharks host. So um, uh, they did it. And then they had Kelly Osborne on the uh, on the show. And she was kind of the person out in New York. So they did it from L.A. She was in New York and she was the person on the street. And um, it was like kind of crazy. They just were, you know, it was I mean, obviously it's scripted, but at the same time, it was very loose. And I think that made that kind of a you know pretty, pretty funny to watch. And uh, I think there's always a good back and forth between those two. Uh, so I enjoyed that piece. And um, Leanne Rimes performed. Green Day performed. Um, they were more into just having fun. Okay. So who, this is, and I can see like Joel McHale and, and Ken John, they, they are good together. They, they, they bounce off each other and, and Joel McHale I like is because he's so sarcastic. He has that sarcastic dry humor, which is awesome. Um, but now you talked about Fox, you talked about, uh, Brian Seacrest. Um, who was on, uh, who was on NBC? You know, I didn't watch it, but um, generally it, it's, you know, it's Carson Daly does that show. So I don't even know. I believe Gwen Stefani performed on there. So they, Ooh. I'm sure they had the voice tie in to NBC. Yeah, I know you like Gwen. I do. I, you know, I don't like Carson Daly, though. He's boring. He's, he is boring. I'm surprised he didn't have like Enya perform. That's a boring show or something like that. You know, it's like, uh, just like kind of put to sleep. Even his late, 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 late show that he did um, was very boring show. He just has like no energy. I don't, I don't, I don't get him yeah. very much. Yeah. Just yeah. not into him. So I, I've made it publicly known today that uh, Beyonce and Carson Daly are not, are not friends of mine. That's it. There you go. There's <laughs> no taking it back. That's it. <laughs> so that's uh, kind of new year's Eve for me was kind of bouncing around with that. And of course I had a little, uh, some wine, some cheese and, you know, had, uh, took, took in the, Took it in and enjoyed the evening. Do a little char. Did you do a little charcuterie? I did. Nice, a nice little charcuterie board. Which I know my kids will start laughing because I'm a 
kind of a snob for that kind of stuff. Well, that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, I got the privilege of working last night. <laughs> Yay. And, and not DJ working, like just my actual real job working. Um, uh, we had a, uh, a New Year's Eve. Uh, you know, we had a lot of reservations last night, which is fantastic. Um, thank you to those that came out and, and dined with us. Um, and then also we had a wedding that we did. It was about uh, about 60 people. And um, kind of interesting New Year's Eve wedding because now you're celebrating a wedding and then you're celebrating New Year's too. So you had two kind of things going on last night. Um, fun crowd. They, you know, they had a DJ that was there. And you know me, I'm going to critique. So that's going to... <laughs> It's it's going down. It's going to happen right now. So I'm not going to say the name of the company of DJ. Obviously, I will never do that. But my God, uh, if they want to if they want to come and I can give them a lesson on how to do things, I would be more than happy to do that for free. They were terrible. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. And and you know and it is hard to. I mean, coming from the East Coast with the amount of uh, talent that's out on the East coast with all the DJ companies and, and things like that. It puts you to a different level. So coming to North Dakota is a little bit different, but there are some good DJs out there. And I, you know, and I will tell you the one thing I didn't hear, he just was not energizing his crowd. He was just playing songs. Mm. So, you know, but uh, the crowd had a good time. They were drinking. Um, I didn't end up getting out of work till about one o'clock in the morning last night. So um, we did a little champagne toast with the staff that was there. And, um, we did watch the countdown um, on, uh, I think it was an NBC, I think. We we watched the countdown, I think, whatever mm. the ball drop. And then um, that was it. I came home and uh, sat home and I watched Rocky Three. Oh. Little Clubber okay. Lang. Yeah, little Clubber Lang. There you go. I pity the fool. I pity the fool, boy, Mr. T. Um, but yeah, so that's what I did. And then I went to bed and then, uh, very boring new year's Eve for myself. Yeah. No charcuterie boards, no wine, nothing. (laughs) You make it sound like I had like multiple boards, charcuterie boards. I I don't know if you did or not. That's the thing. You might've. Okay. One, one board. Okay. Um, I'm I'm sorry. I I did not have a charcuterie board. (laughs) (laughs) Multiple charcuteries. Um, I should mention, though, earlier in the day, uh, this would have been uh, about, I think, noon central time, KISS performed their New Year's Eve. They're kind of on their farewell farewell tour. For the they did a New time. Year's Eve show from Dubai. Yeah. <laughs> so they were from Dubai. And um, I'll tell you what, they played about two hours long, of course, end on rock and roll all night which was one of our songs from the uh, New Year's Eve countdown yes, podcast. Yes, it was. And, um, yeah, and and they, you know, as old as they are, they they still rocked it hard. Well, because they know how to rock and roll all night. That's why. There you go. There you go. They did oh, it. They were like in their Absolutely. 70s? Yeah, early God, 70s, yeah. That's crazy. They're still out there just like rocking. Yeah. Gene's 74 years old and he's spitting blood out of his mouth still, you know, like that's – it's hilarious eating fire. Yeah, I mean, they're flying around the stage. It's yeah, it, it's it's pretty cool. So that's oh that. So that's kind of New Year's Eve wrap up. Yeah, mine was really boring. So good job on yours because mine was just absolutely boring. <laughs> I don't know if that mine was very exciting, but I, I just they had stuff to talk about. So well, apparently it was exciting with the charcuterie board and some wine. Yes, yes. 
And now we're doing a brunch this morning. Oh, the brunch with no mimosas, apparently. Someone did not get the memo yeah. on that. Uh, all right. So what do you think about talking about the um, our 2020? Uh, we can. <laughs> I mean, it's probably like everyone else's. <laughs> You, but you had a little bit more excitement, I think, um, than uh, than I did. So why don't why well, don't you go ahead and I mean I think, you know, for me it was it was I mean I worked and you know I mean, <laughs> you know, COVID came and I still worked. You know, it just I went I didn't I didn't stay home. I I went and did what you know what I had to do. Um, it was it was a tough time. Obviously, it's been a tough time for a lot of people. So. Um, but I was fortunate enough to keep working and keep doing what I what I could do. I mean, obviously, my DJing went down quite a bit, as did a lot of DJ companies. So um, that was tough. But um, I mean, for the most part, I mean, the, the, I think the best part of of my 2020 was you coming out to visit, which was nice. That was a good visit, and then um, my granddaughter being born. Yeah. So that's you know, those are those are two good things. Well, yeah, and, and certainly, you know, one of those, um, you know, with your granddaughter, that's just exciting, yeah. and what a what a what a blessed uh, event, and uh, just so happy for you. I thank you, I appreciate that. Um, but that's that's really my recap. I mean, I'm looking forward to a better 2021, and um, but you, you had a lot going on in 2020. It, yeah, you know, it it was a weird year because. Back in, I guess it was the fall of 2019, we made a decision that we were going to um, sell our house and hit the road RVing. And uh, our plan was to do it in um, the early part of, uh, of 2020. And obviously COVID happened. Yeah. And it really kind of, uh, it stalled us a little bit. We postponed leaving. Uh, we ended up... Uh, leaving about a month later, sold our home, hit the road. And life on the road was um, not what we had hoped, obviously, because of so many things being right. closed. Um, and uh, it made it a little bit more difficult. But if you're going to you know, have to quarantine, I mean, being in an RV, me and Lori were, we felt pretty safe. We, you know, we went ahead and, um, just uh, going campground to campground, and you know, we just couldn't go out and see a lot of things. Um, I think the the real highlight was when we got up into Washington. We had a chance to see some really good friends right. uh, up there, and we got to see some family up there, and uh, that was a lot of fun. But then we made the decision, you know, with so much uncertainty, we didn't like the idea of just staying out on the road. We wanted to have a place to to land. And, you know, if we decided to, um, you know, go out again, we could, but we needed a home base. So we decided to, to move back to, um, to Arizona. And, uh, so we've been here since, I guess, what, late, late August or so. Um, but funny, you know, during that whole thing, that's when we spawned our, our podcast. We, it started out while I was actually still on the road. And I feel like, I feel like while you're telling this story, we should have background music of like on the road again, playing or something. Willie Nelson. I don't have a key. That's okay. No way. Yeah. I, I didn't want to hear it anyway. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was, it was basically, you know, uh, 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 we talked on the phone the one day and talked about how we've had these dreams. Uh, you had a dream. I had a dream about doing some kind of podcast or a show together. 
And here it is. And we've taken it to a, to a different level. Obviously, we've now with a radio station that we got going and um, it, for us to be able to do live shows uh, is fun. And this is our first one again. But it's fun to do that because um, we're just going for it. We just do it. You know, it's uh, there's no scripts. It's just let's go. Let's make it happen, and and we've gotten some good feedback and people listening to us, and we and and it's it's part of, it's part of the thing. We 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 said we were going to do it for just for us. We didn't care if anyone listened or not. Remember, and and as we've gotten more people downloading us, it get becomes more exciting for us. So, but that's all started with you on the road again. <laughs> it did, <laughs> it did, and I tell you what, I I don't know that we could have pulled off doing these types of things if I stayed on the road. Because when you're on the road, you have connectivity issues where you're trying to find enough bandwidth out there. You're trying to find the right connections. Wi-Fi is terrible on the road, so you got to rely on mobile and you know and cellular. And it's just it's very very challenging. So uh, you know I'm 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 happy that we're we're off the road, and uh, and that's good. And just so in case everyone was wondering. Uh, today's first hour of the show is sponsored by the word road. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. (laughs) All right. Should we, what do you think? Should we squeeze in, uh, our third ad? Let's do it. We'll be back in one and one. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. Feedthepig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. You just need feedthepig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at feedthepig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Welcome to Calvin's Barbershop. You all got to see this. I don't even want to know what you're looking at on that phone. Well, you should. I was learning about the dangers of high blood pressure and that we need to get ours checked regularly. High blood pressure can increase the risk of heart attack or stroke, but this text program can help keep it at a healthy range. Just text Barbershop to 97779 to sign up. I'll get right on it as soon as I'm done with this baby panda video. (laughs) Text Barbershop to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. All right, we are back. Uh, we are still in hour number one of brunch with the Back in Time Brothers. Uh, and in case you don't know who we are, I'm Paulie, and I got my brother Lou with me. Hello, hola. <laughs> uh, <laughs> those are for our friends in Spain. Hola, thank you. <laughs> and Mexico, apparently too. Um, uh, so uh, we're we're back, and now we're gonna we we kind of did a recap again. You know, you you had an interesting year uh, with COVID and with uh, RVing and. Uh, being on the road again, um, and you know, uh, selling your house, then moving back to Arizona, buying a house, starting our podcast. It, it's, it's been a busy year, um, but you know, those are a lot of some a lot of negative times in 2020. Let's talk about maybe some something positive in 2020. Anything good as far as like entertainment? Um, I don't know if it's positive or not oh it's not no gee, I'm sorry. i mean i i definitely yeah yeah i mean this is what happens when you do a live show you don't know what's going on you see um if we were to do a month month by month breakdown um i think you know january i think what really stood out was kobe dying oh yeah so that's certainly not a positive and that was that was really really you know 
and hit hit a lot of people. Yeah, Kobe and, and obviously his daughter um, and everyone else that died on that plane crash. That's that was that was yeah. a terrible thing. And you know what? And God, this is something that I saw in a paper when they were announcing Kobe's death in the newspaper. On the left side, and, and I don't remember what paper it was. I think it was the New York uh, Times or Post. There was a whole ad about COVID <laughs> in there. Seriously. Oh, wow. And it was kind of like wow. you're already talking about it then, which was really, really kind of weird. But because um, we really didn't start hearing about it till what, February, March? When it started kicking yeah. in pretty much. Yeah. Pretty so, much. But yeah, that was that was a January. That was my goodness. Yeah. That was a shock. Yeah. That was a shock, Kobe. Yeah. And then uh, Neil Peart passed then too. So January was a kind of a bummer. Of a, so is of a this month. is this the memoriam or? <laughs> it's you know it's just kind of what happened. We'll we'll do the memoriam. That's a whole different section. So rest rest but um rest in peace, Neil. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, okay. I had to. I'm sorry. You had to get you had to get one in. There. Oh, I got one in for Kobe too. Uh, I did a rest in peace for them as well. So okay, okay, okay. Uh, so in January, also the Golden Globes happened, and that was you know I tell you what. Award shows, it used to be something I used to enjoy, you know, watching, and but everybody's made it so damn political. Ugh. And so I just, you know, I will fast forward through or I'll not even watch them anymore. I will say, though, Ricky Gervais is the best host because he doesn't care. Oh, yeah. Love him. And he attacks everybody. Yeah. He snubbed Hollywood. Absolutely. He just, he just. Yep. No. And. Don't know if he'll be back ever again to do a show, but he was fantastic this last one. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Watching Tom Hanks's face with disgust made my day forever. <laughs> Another one of your favorites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then also in January, Harry and Meghan, the royals, they stepped back from their duties. So there you go. That's crazy. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, care. Chip, chip, chidio. All right. Yeah, you know, I don't care. Whatever. In February uh, was the Academy Awards, and I guess, you know, Parasite won. And I've seen the movie, um, and uh, a lot of people were upset that it won. Um, and uh, But whatever. That's what happened in February. March, Harvey Weinstein is sentenced to 23 years in prison. That's a shock. So that's a positive. <laughs> God, he's a terrible person. Yeah, God, he was. Yep. He is, yeah. Yep. And then um, and then everybody started to binge. So here we are. It's, it's COVID. People starting to get locked down. So what do they start binging? Tiger King. Oh, I watched it. Yeah, I didn't even see it. No, I did. I, I watched Tiger King. It was, it was uh, bizarre, entertaining, all in one. Yeah, just a yeah. train wreck. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in April, I think one thing that came out of it was John Krasinski from uh, from The Office and one of my favorite guys. He uh, put out this feel good web series called Some Good News, and so that really you saw that playing all the time. So it was uh, as as artists began to realize that hey, we're not working. Let's start putting out some content via YouTube and other other uh, medium, and uh, so they started getting creative. And I think a lot of people got creative. Oh uh, yeah, you had no choice. You had to, yeah, because yeah. you weren't able to do anything. So it was everything was from their homes, and um, obviously, I mean, it must have been the the amount the amount of TV watched during that time must have been amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, watching. I mean, I I got wrapped up in a lot of se- series because of you. So you know, <laughs> 
I was binge watching things too. Yep, and then you you would see the um, uh, the news uh, or the YouTube, you know, things that would go viral where um, you'd have people singing from their windows and entertaining people, and you know, so lots of that stuff. You had um, uh, a lot of the uh, frontline um, workers that were you know, doing things in the hospitals, doing dance routines and sing, you know, singing and all that stuff. So it, it became very, TikTok became very, very big um, yep. with all the, you know, my daughter does TikToks. It's, I, I don't know how many times you can do the same dance, but she does it. So. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then the Emmys happened in September and that was uh Schitt's Creek went ahead and kind of swept everything there. I, I've seen the show. It's actually pretty funny. I don't know if you've watched that. Can you, another show. I have not seen it. Yeah, I have not. No. Yep, yep, yep. And then um, Beyonce in November. I know she's uh, one of your favorites. She's a she's Love the it. she's the most nominated female um, in, in Grammy history, and she scored nine more more uh, nominations. So there Oof. you go. And then this just this last month, um, Ellen Page became Elliot Page. We had Wonder Woman get released direct to uh, HBO Max, and I've got to say, I didn't think very highly of it. You know, I I love her, Gal Gadot. She is gorgeous and beautiful. Um, I was disappointed with with the movie. Yeah. Um, however, I did like the one part in the movie where our name is in the movie. Wasn't that hilarious? As hilarious as the the villain, his name is Max Max. Max Lord, and uh, his name, he goes, Maxwell Lorenzano. It's spelled the same way as ours. <laughs> That's the first, first and only time that name will, will will appear anything like that, I'm sure. Apparently, because, uh, well, Lorenzo's been done many times, but that's not our name. And everyone, even though everyone calls us that for, we've been called Lorenzo all our lives. But yeah, um, but yeah, that was, that was kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah, not, yeah. not a fan of that movie. Not a great movie. No, no, not at all. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, some other things happened, but price stuff, not worth mentioning. Uh, I will say this though, um, Bob Dylan, he sold his entire catalog to, uh, I forget to whom, but he sold it for $300 million. And you're starting to see a lot of these guys because the music business has really changed a lot. You know, everything used to be, you know, you have these great record deals and stuff, and um, and now it's streaming because you're not selling the physical, you know, records, tapes, CDs. You know, that's all done. Everything's digital, and everything's now, you know, Spotify, Apple Music. So they've lost the ability to really earn money that way, and they make it out on the road. And so <laughs> with COVID, there's no concerts, or they're doing these virtual concerts, which you know. I mean, I think it was um, over the summer, I think Garth Brooks did like a drive-in theater concert uh, where he was charged, you know, they they did like 300 different drive-ins and people would, you pay a hundred bucks a car to go watch a show that wasn't even live. He did, he pre-recorded it. But so they're trying to find ways to continue to make money. And so now just selling away your publishing rights, you know, all the rights to your stuff, and uh, and he's seventy nine years old, so I think three hundred million. I think he's he's good. He said uh, enough already. Yeah, I, you're right. I mean, the, the 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 artists doing these shows that you know, um, whether they were online or um, you know, I was even DJing on Facebook. You know, doing like live DJ sets on Facebook, and um, 
And then I, you know, I, I decided to do a, a drive up concert as well. I, I set up my DJ equipment on my balcony and I charged a bottle of wine um, for every <laughs> guest that drove through. Um, still, did, I did not get one bottle of wine, but hey, I had a lot of fun out there. It was a good time. Oh, so. man. I like the concept, though. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It would have been great if it worked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's funny. But uh, yeah, so in a nutshell, um, nothing great, great out of 2020. Um, but I mean, we talked about obviously for us. I think it was it was great. The end of yeah. 2020. Well, the end of 2020 forever. Yeah, it was a good time to end end it. That's for sure. Yeah. So um, we've got a few minutes before the top of the hour. Um, I thought maybe what we could do is. I mentioned that we were going to talk about some music. So maybe we talk about the, we go back 30 years real quick and um, talk about the top stuff that was happening in 91. What do you think? We can do that. 30 years ago, 1991. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I, you know, I'm I'm always um, interested in one hit wonders. And I love one hit wonders. Yeah, and that was one of my favorite episodes when we did the uh, the '80s one-hit wonders. And um, so back in nine, so I figured let's let's look at that that brief period in 1991. Um, and uh, in '91, I was looking at the top five songs that were okay. were considered the one-hit wonders for that uh, that year. Number five was "Rico Suave" by Gerardo. Gerardo, God, that was a terrible song. <laughs> The Divinals, I Touch Myself. I like that song. <laughs> it's a pretty good song. No, no God, not that way. Not that way, people. Don't take it into the wrong concept. <laughs> I like the song. Thank you. Now, I don't know this song. It's called Do Anything by Natural Selection. Do Anything. Do you know that? Natural yeah. Didn't know that one. No, I don't know. Now, I'm going <laughs> to... This... This this next song, I'll, I'll, I'll play a quick little uh, clip of it. I think it is a great. This was the number two for the year. When I tell you number one, you're going to go what? I think this should be number one, but regardless, here here was the number two, which I think is a, a pretty fun. Song. Yeah, can you feel it, baby? See sweat coming out your pores. All right, sorry. <laughs> Mark, Mark, Mark Wahlberg. It's so funny that he did that first. Yeah, you know, and this is like he was like in his kind of like his thug days. He's like all thugged out and like, yo, yo, what's up, a Marky Mark, you know, from Boston. Yeah. Um, but uh, they did use a sample of uh, Lolita Holloway's uh, "Sweet Sensation," um, um, which is uh, old kind of 70s song that sweet sensation 
Yeah, good good song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'll look at Marky Mark. He's like this multi million dollar movie star. Oh, <laughs> it's just crazy, you know. And which is like Donnie Wahlberg though too. Don, you know, Don, new kids on the block, and yeah. now here he is, you know, Blue Bloods, and you know, uh, didn't even know he was the guy in Sixth Sense that played the little skinny guy that killed Bruce Willis. Yeah, I didn't even realize yeah. that was him. I mean. You know, another one. They're pretty talented family. They really are, yeah. yeah. And then the one is the uh, all oh, is the cook of Wahlburgers, so good for him. Yeah, and I think one might be a janitor too. So, <laughs> so let's go ahead and uh, let's close out the hour with um, an ad, and then um, number one, we'll pick up on this where we left off. Sounds good. We'll be right back. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies. Like, like the storm. storm. When, when it kicked, kicked in, we had we a were plan. Separated. We, we were able to get in touch with each other in no time. Idea how to find each other. The whole, whole experience, experience was, was the most frightening 10 hours of my life. If, if there's, there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms, moms out there, there, it's to stay it's calm and keep to the plan. Message. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Start your plan at ready.gov. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. All right, we're that commercial drives me nuts, right? It it plays with your mind because it's you think like something's out of sync and it is intentionally, but it's like, oh my gosh, my god! I was looking around the room like I thought there was like three people in here with me. Like, what's going on? All right, anyway, we're back. I'm sorry, I had like that 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 thing drove me nuts. And um, so we're talking about the top one hit wonders, right? Of '91, is that what we're doing? '91. And so we we said that Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Good Vibrations was number two. And so now you got number one for us? Yeah. And I, I don't get it. Oh, and no. and you'll know this probably because of your DJing days, but I do not understand how this is number one. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Oh, God. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Timmy T? Yeah. And after all that we have been through, won't you let me tell you why? One more try. I didn't know how much I loved you. (sighs) Wow. Timmy T, one more try, and I, and I and I think, and don't hold me this, but I think I think Timmy T has passed away. So rest in peace. I, I'm, I'm really <laughs> curious. I'm not even kidding. I okay. can't, can't even make well, this. up. I'm pretty sure he did pass away. Um, yeah, it was it was during, but it was during that new kids in the block time. It was like those singers that were you know the ballads and all the girls ah, go crazy and had posters of them in his on their room. I don't see how that's the number one, but. Um, I mean, it was a big hit, you know, wow. it was, but not, I, I would, I would have went with Marky Mark for sure. We had to be really starving for entertainment for that to be the top song. I, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it was, it was not, I mean, not a good song. His voice is just kind of too like, like he's trying to like push out the words. Like, I didn't mean to tell you, I love you. Like, 
Be quiet. <laughs> Grow a set, pal. Grow a set. Come on. <laughs> um, all right. So then let's talk about um, the week of January 5th, 1991. The top Billboard album. I'll give you this. I already know it. <laughs> oh, VIP. Let's kick it. There you go. Rock the mic like a vandal. Mr. Van Winkle. Rob Van Winkle. Yes. Vanilla Ice. And he didn't steal anything from Queen. Not at all. <laughs> God. <laughs> I, still, I still never forget the interview on MTV of him talking about how his his beginning is different than Queen's. Um he had like this little da 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 and it's like it's the same thing, man. And you lost and you had to pay Queen a lot of money for that. So uh, that was hilarious. That's good. Good old Rob Van Winkle, otherwise known as Vanilla Ice. Yeah, he did a lot with that uh that song. He really did. Yeah, now he's now he's flipping houses. Yeah. What the heck? Good for him. All right. And then the number one. God, you sound like Casey Kasem when you do that. Thank you. <laughs> number one. It is not her best song, but it's interesting that it's also happening at a time when, because I think these two were linked together at one time for a short, very short period. Okay. All right, here you go. I don't, I don't even want to keep going with that song. You know, it's just, I, you know, uh, this is this is an interesting song. Justify my love by Madonna. Um, it, there is a, a a big, um, I don't know what you want to call it, but um, uh, if you played that song and you played it backwards on the part where it goes uh, wanting, needing to justify my love, the chorus part. If you play that part backwards, it's supposed to send a satanic message. Okay, so now here, here's the funny thing. Okay, as a DJ, I had turntables, so I was able to do it. And I played it back, and it actually sounds like she says, I love Satan, do you? I remember the controversy with that. And, and, then- and I know that's not what it was, just the way that you played the, you know, backwards yeah. and stuff. I, and again, not, uh, I'm not a, a sitting here saying everyone go out and buy a vinyl 
turntable and we'll try it. However, it is fun to do. Um, but yeah, it, it, you know, I don't know how true that was or not. And I guess you kind of hear it the way you play it back. And that's what it sounds. It did sound like that though. It was kind of funny. So not that Satan is funny. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, that video was banned. Oh, it was um, a video. Her book. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was just, it was a very sexual time for Madonna, and she was just doing lots of different things. Well, you got to th- go back now. Madonna's been sexual since, like, like a virgin. I mean, you know, it's like yeah, yeah. being touched for the this, very this first time, it. you know? She, this took it on a whole different level, though. Yeah, oh, it did, yeah. The the video was very, like, I think it was um, people wearing, like, masks, like, bondage. It was, I think it was yeah, very, it, yeah. like, yeah. You know, Mac, yeah. Masochism, yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, just a, a little bit of everything in that, and and you know she was also doing that book that was uh, uh, bedtime stories, I believe it was called whatever it was. Yeah. yeah, and I remember when I was at Sam Goody, we sold it, and it was it was in a sealed like silver packaging, and so I remember people would be stealing, you know, ripping it out of there to, to steal it, and because uh, there was, was a lot of explicit pictures in 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 it. Oh yeah, you know, it was pretty full nudity. yeah full nudity. Yeah, very graphic. And there was a lot, you know, in her videos, she did not steer away from, you know, lesbian, you know, lesbians and guys mm-hmm. kissing and um, her with multiple guys. And it was very, very bizarre. Yeah, was, she was yeah. she was really yeah. weird. Yeah. So there you go. That was that was the um, the number one song. That <laughs> what a way to kick that off with like just like <laughs> satanic Madonna. That's awesome. <laughs> Sexual Satanic Madonna live on the Back in Time Brothers radio show. <laughs> oh, my God. That's yeah. hilarious. And the, and the thing is, that's one of her worst songs. It really is. And that went to number one. Yeah. You know, it, I, it was a different style of song for her, for mm-hmm. sure. She had so much better hits, you know, many more hits. I mean, you can say what you want to say about Madonna, but she's produced some, some darn good music. So, Yeah. If you're into Madonna. I am not into Madonna too much, yeah. <laughs> All right. So there uh, there you go. That's the 1991 wrap-up. Nice. I like it. I mean, I don't like it, but I do. Yeah. At the end of the show, we'll do the, the 1981. And, you know, in 10 years, you'll see the different style of music. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, we could do 1941 and be even really different. <laughs> <laughs> Get out the Glenn Miller. <laughs> Just go. Oh, I love that song. I love the remix. That was great. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Okay, where are we at, bro? Well, I think uh, you know we'll we'll mention a couple of uh, strange stories. Strange. So when I was uh, you know looking for something that might be um, interesting, I came across this one. That happened in Patterson, New Jersey. Oh my, our our hometown. Our, <laughs> exactly. I so was born in a hometown. It's a small town, hometown. Yeah, Patterson. <laughs> Good old Patterson, New Jersey. The Silk, yes, the Silk City, right? Wasn't that what it's called? Silk City. Yeah, I think you I think I think so. Yeah. It's all the textiles and stuff there. So it's one, of, it's one of the worst cities to live in the United States, by the way. And you know we're we're going to probably get fact checked by by Ma on that. Just, I, just it really is that. though. Yeah. Um, okay, Patterson, this, this happened here. Firefighters rescued a 38-year-old woman from inside a clothing donation bin where she had been trapped for three days. 
<laughs> I uh, thought she just sent him a house, to be quite honest. I don't someone, know. Some, someone dropped her off the Salvation Army dump. And there you go. Let's put her in there. <laughs> she said she was reaching into the bin when someone pushed her inside. <laughs> that, does, that sounds like Patterson. That sounds about yes. right. <laughs> <laughs> a passerby heard the woman screaming for help and then called 911. Three days. Three days. Goofy story. Weird. But the police say it's the third time the same woman has been trapped inside the donation bin. I'm thinking that's her, that she's taking residence there. I'm just saying. I, I, well, yeah, I think you're right. And maybe next time she goes and tie a rope around herself to go back in so she can pull herself out or something. Like, bring a friend over, you know? My God. Uh, and this did happen in January, so it's kind of chilly. Well, either that or she was changing clothes. I don't know. <laughs> something. All the above, maybe, maybe she's homeless. Yes. And so, you know, she's getting some clothes and uh, trying to get that that really good piece of clothing that she sees deep in the bin. And oops, there she goes. She went in. Now, the first she said she got pushed in, right? You said? Yes. That's what she claims. Oh, she got, oh yeah, she didn't. She, if, she, if it happened three <laughs> times, she's going in on her own. That's, that's, <sighs> that should be called stupid news is what it should be called. <laughs> yeah. Because she yeah. was dumb. Um, then in Alabama, you had the, the typical where the 22 year old guy breaks into a fire station, steals the, uh, the fire truck goes for a joyride. Nice. And yeah. And he went, he went like 15 miles, but the reason he got, he probably could have gotten away longer, but he decides to, no, you know what? Let me stop by my local bar and and brag about it. And he got caught. Also, too, that's not in the story. He put three fires out on his way. So that was very nice. <laughs> what a great citizen he was. Uh, <laughs> so he, he caused like $100,000, or I'm sorry, um, $10,000 worth of damage. And um, the $100,000 truck was out of service. So that was costly. But at least he did do some good deeds on his way. Yeah, well, that, after, after the truck went out of service, though, 17 houses burnt down. So that's not good. <laughs> Yeah, just tragedy all along. Yeah, just, out, people, <laughs> people in clothing bins and fires. It's 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 sad. Yeah, terrible. Yes. Um, and then this this one I just want to mention, and this just happened just recently. Neverland Ranch was sold. Michael Jackson. So yeah, Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, summary. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Get your Michael Jackson out, man. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So a California billionaire businessman, Ron Burkle, he was um he went over it um in a plane and just saw just like how massive the this is twenty seven hundred acres oh. uh near Santa Barbara. And uh, he saw it and made made a bid and, and got it. So here's the thing, though: this the original price for for Neverland was a hundred million dollars. Okay. Um, and then it got dropped down to sixty seven million. And then as as the con- the stuff that continues to be heard about um, Michael, you know, they had the uh, HBO's um, documentary uh, and, and all that kind of stuff. So he bought it for twenty two million. Which wow. actually sounds like a pretty good bargain. I was going to say, yeah, it would be pretty good. Yeah. The, so the, the property has 12,500 square foot main residence and a 3,700 square foot pool house. 
Um, it has a 50-seat movie theater, dance studio. Of course, the Disney-style train station, which is what they always show. Yeah. Uh, a firehouse and a barn. Hey, maybe the guy from Alabama can go run the firehouse. <laughs> That'd be great. So, uh, so there, Neverland Ranch has been sold. And I heard he was going to turn into a daycare. Is that true? <laughs> no, I'm oh, sorry. I was so wrong. Oh, you did go there. It is New Year. I got to get a mimosa in. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so there's that. Um, so I'll tell you what. Let's do this. We'll take a uh, a break, and then we're going to come back with. Do we do rest in peace? Rest in peace. Okay, I'll be back. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. People been saying to your friend, get a different face. And posting on their feed, they're super ugly. The things they say to them online are cruel and they're not true. So tell your friend, I'll stand up for you. Don't worry, I know what to do. Know someone being bullied online? You can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool. And by letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. And we are back. Uh, that commercial that we just heard at Spot, the music was very upbeat, t- t- talking about bullying. I thought that was a little bit weird. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're out there. Go ahead and bully your neighbor. Hey. You know, it's just kind of weird, bizarre. Okay. Yes. Know. Yes. You know me. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up weird points, kind of like uh, you know, like the guy in the Alabama firehouse. Just weird things. Yeah. I uh, I, I count on it. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So we are back. Uh, we are in hour two of uh, brunch with Back in Time Brothers on Back in Time Brothers Radio. Uh, we are going to be talking about. I guess this is not really happy, but it's it's a memoriam to all the people that we've to lost um, over the past year. Correct, bro? Yeah, and I thought you know I'd focus in on, on mainly the music ones because I thought there were some interesting people that passed that probably don't get noticed very much, and I I just found a couple that I thought I'd bring up. Yeah, it's always like kind of like at like the Grammys or the Oscars when they talk about that person that died who was like he was like the the you know I don't know the best boy no one knew who the heck he was that was his title you kind of feel bad for people like that they're not the main people yeah so well yeah this or the gaffer yeah this isn't going to be that obscure obscure, okay well that's good thank God all right so just to recap on the entertainment side uh, you know of course we talked about Kobe Um, Sean Connery passed away. Alex Sean Trebek, Connery. Alex, uh, that, and that wasn't that go. something. Yep. Wasn't that yep. something that them two died around the same time with all this stuff like SNL? They did the spoof on you know, hey Trebek, I had your mom last night, you know, and and stuff like that. It just I, it's classic stuff, man. It's very sad that they both are gone, but yes. um, you know, uh, Alex Trebek was dealing with with cancer for, for yeah. quite some time, yeah. and um, so very very sad that we lost them. Rest in peace. Oh, you did it. I did. <laughs> All right, Regis passed away. Regis, so I uh, I met Regis. Oh, very yeah. nice. I met Regis, big New York guy. Very, very, very loud. 
Very, very loud man. Like, I'm not even kidding you. Um, met him and his wife um, at an event at Tiffany in New York City. Very nice. Rest in peace, Regis. Oh, okay. Of course, Chadwick Boseman. Black, uh, Panther. Black Panther. That was that was so sad. Yes. So sad. He was dealing with so much. Um, yeah, and, and nobody really knew that. No one knew it, yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. Very sad to see. A um, couple of our old-time favorites here, Kirk Douglas. Classic guy. And Robert Conrad, which um, we may have mentioned in another episode, but just want to give him a shout out because we love Robert Conrad. Uh, Rest in peace, Boynton. Yeah. Yes. And and, uh, I think we we mentioned him in the Christmas movies one because of Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way, yeah. I just watched Um, that the other night, actually, too. Yeah, I love that show. It's great. great. I know your kids love it. Love it. Yeah. Um, And then we've got, which just happened on, on Wednesday. Dawn Wells, who was Marianne from Gilligan's Island, she passed away. She was eighty-two. And you know, I always thought Marianne was better looking than Ginger. I was a I was a ginger person when I was a kid. I like Marianne. Yeah, I was ginger. Yeah, and that's that's always the thing. It's almost like it was remember back when it was um like bewitched? It was like where you, you know, um I forget Samantha Stevens versus um was it I Dream of Jeannie or yeah, I don't. I forget what the, you know. That's how they were. I think it was like Barbara Eden and like Bewitched yeah. and IG and Jeannie. Yeah, just, yeah. Kind of like kind of like Three's Company. Was it Chrissy or Janet? Chrissy or Janet? You know, definitely Chrissy. Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, Tina Louise now is the the lone remaining cast member from uh, Gilligan's Island. The movie star. No professor and no Marianne. Oh, I'm sorry. That was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace to the Gilligan's Island staff. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I kind of got you there. I, mean, I apologize. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the thing is, Gill- Gilligan's Island was only on for three years. I know. It seems like it was on for like 20. Or, oh, it was. But I mean, it, there was only three years of episodes. And the movies they did later were so bad. Oh, yeah. Harlem Globetrotters and stuff were in it. Yeah. Just Here's my thing. So three years are on this island, right? But... All this time, they had all these people coming to the island to visit. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and, I mean, what what happened? Did that the coconut shells did not work to get them saved? Like, what was going on, Professor? He was kind of annoying that guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I did like I did like uh, I like the howls. I like they were cool. You know, love <laughs> <laughs> Also, did the voice of Mister Magoo? Oh yes, yes, Chibacus, yeah, Mister Magoo. All right, so let's get into the music portion. So I found anytime I have an excuse to play a clip of music, I just I try to find one. So we we know that, yes. Yes, I know. Maybe a fault of mine. But I want to play this song because the basis for this band passed away. A little obscure, but I still wanted to play the song. The basis? The basis. Ready? Here we go. All right. Saturday night, Saturday night, I, 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 I just can't 
taking out Bay City Rollers, right? Yes. <laughs> so, okay. So, I mean, rest in peace, bassist. Um, <laughs> but now here's my thing. The opening line of that song, right? Is it? Are they really rock and roll, though? I mean, really? It, 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 come on. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really big hit. And it was, uh, yeah. Ian Mitchell was the uh, bassist, and um, I just saw that, and I'm like, oh my gosh! I mean, that that song was a was a fun. It it bordered almost on novelty in a way, but it really wasn't. I mean, they were a serious band, and um, I think they were a Scottish band, and they um, they're still they still perform to this day. Without without Ian, without Ian, apparently. Yes, but he was only there for a short period. So, um, but anyway, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Well, Ian, we'll give you a rest in peace. Thank you. Thank you for your for your services for the Bay City Rollers. <laughs> um, Bill Withers passed away, which was um, you know, oh, Lean On Me, Ain't No Sunshine. That's, yeah. That's that's a big one. That I mean, he's got such a great voice. Oh, Bill yep. Withers. Kenny Rogers passed away, of course. Through the years. We talked about Neil Neil Peart. Little Richard passed away. Did he? Yes. Then we had, uh, here's one that I wanted to mention. Phil Phillips, who was born Philip Baptiste, Baptiste um, he had one song, and it's a song that's been done before, and I'm going to play the song, um, but not, not the one done by, um, by Phil Phillips, but one done by the Honey Drippers. <laughs> I knew you were my friend. I wanna tell you how much I love you. Of course, that was uh, Sea of Love. Sea of Love, the Honey Drippers. Yes. So the sad thing about, and, you, and you've heard stories like this uh, so many times in music. So Phil Phillips, um, I mean, the song went to number one, uh, I'm sorry, number two, and um, he was only paid $6,800 and never received any royalties for the song at all. Wow. That's it. And, and, and it was his one claim to fame, and you know he's paid one time, and yet you had all these other ones. Uh, Del Shannon did it. Uh, the Honey Drippers, like I mentioned, they took it to number three. Um, and, um, it's also been done by Tom Waits and he received nothing, uh, for that. And so he, um, he lived to age, uh, age 94, but you know, you got to think, boy, that's just sad that you know, his one song and that's all he got for it. That is very sad. Especially when other people are doing his song. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So it's amazing. He didn't go crazy and start killing people. Okay. That's a little extreme. Oh, rest in peace. <laughs> All right, and and then uh, here's a New Jersey guy that I think you that you know. Um, I don't know if you know him personally, but I thought you know you know of him. Um, okay. And um, what's amazing about this guy is he's known for a couple of things that some people don't even probably know him for, but he's been involved in a lot of different. Um, projects and uh things and, and he's won you know he's like i think he's won you know grammys and, and golden globes and and uh 
you know, I think he was nominated for an Oscar. So, um, and I found it kind of interesting. And he was only 52 passing of COVID, but here's uh, the song that you may know. Stacy's mom's got it going on. Uh, Fountains of Wayne, correct? Correct. And you remember? Do you remember the Fountains of Wayne? Oh, I actually, um, I do. Uh, do I, I actually? Um, right on Route Forty Six. Correct. Um, and that's what the band was named after, the Fountains of Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of interesting. And um, so uh, Adam Schlesinger, and um, he was the founder of uh, Fountains of Wayne, but he was involved in a lot of different things. And one thing that I, I found that was interesting was he wrote this song from a popular, and I know that you don't like this actor, Tom Hanks, but um, there's a movie that I absolutely love, our family enjoys, one of the best uh, music movies, but Adam Schlesinger wrote this song. That thing you do, and if you guys have never seen that movie, it is so good. Kind of set back in the '60s, the you know about a, about a, a band with a one hit wonder, and it's um it's a great movie. You know, I do like that movie though. Oh, I do. Well. It's a very good movie. Yep. Yeah, really good. I don't like Tom Hanks, but I do like the movie. Yeah, great, great movie. So there you go. Yeah, I, I did not realize that he had written that and uh, was involved in other things. So there you go, Adam. I didn't. I didn't know that either. So that's really interesting. So rest in peace, Adam. There you go. And then uh, just real quick, um, if you remember, Benny Mardonis was seventy three. Remember, he had one song, "Into the Night." Into the Night, Benny. Yep. I take you into the night. Yeah, that was a that was a big ballad. Yeah. Yep. And we had Charlie Daniels, uh, Trini Lopez, if I had a hammer, who was 83. Oh. Um, drummer from Quiet Riot, Frankie Benali, he was 68. Oh, yeah. Helen Reddy, I Am Woman. Hear me roar. There you go. Mac Davis passed away. Um, we mentioned Tony Lewis from The Outfield. Um, Leslie West, um, guitarist for um, Mountain. And uh, real quick, just I want to hit this jam real quick. Just rocks, man. Sure does. So there you go. That's kind of a uh, quick little uh, wrap up on some people that maybe we hadn't mentioned in the past. 
Very nice. Nicely, nicely done. All right. Rest in peace to everyone. Yes. So why don't we go ahead and uh, hit a break? Sounds good. And we'll come back. Hello, Kubo. What have you got planned for today? Come on, this way. Adventure can be found anywhere, but the best place to start is in the forest. It's the most powerful magic there is. Head outside to discover incredible animals. Wow. And beautiful plants that come together to create an unforgettable adventure. <laughs> so grab your loved ones and explore a world of possibilities. Visit discovertheforest.org to find the closest forest or park to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. My teacher said that we should have a plan in case of an emergency. Do we have one? First thing I'm going to do is grab a flashlight with dead batteries. I'm going to start randomly throwing clothes in the bag. You two will be hiding in the closet and Dad won't be able to find you. And that's when we both start crying. Uncontrollably. Can you pass the cutlets? Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Search ReadyKids at NYC.gov or call 311. Brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management and the Ad Council. All right, we're back. Um, you know that last commercial, bro? Yeah. Um, about making sure you know you know like what to do in a case of emergency. <laughs> run like hell. You run. That's what you do. You or know, run and scream like a maniac. I'm quite impressed that you're really into the commercials. You know, you're 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 really critical and really listening hard. So that's great. Well, you know how I you know how I roll. So yes, yes, you know. yes. So, so remember, kids, run, run like hell. <laughs> All right. Um, I, so what do you think about maybe talking about the um, kind of our, our, our fun moments that we had in the podcast? Oh, absolutely. Let's do it. All right. I'm all in. Very good. So I think yeah, there was there's a lot of good moments, though. Yeah, it's hard to, to narrow it down. And, you know, my, my original intent was, do I go ahead and, and play a few? And I, and I thought that might just take some time, you know, but let's um, – Let's hit on one that you and I found to be just for whatever reason, this is how we are, and we just found it funny. And so I'm, I'm going to play this uh, this clip. Ready? Go. And I remember, I also remember a story when they were at a nightclub and they saw Nipsey Russell. Nipsey Russell? Nipsey Russell. Wow. The man, the man who could rhyme like no other. Yes. I tell you, he was something He's else. great. Good old Nipsey. Yep. Nips, yeah, <laughs> nips, <laughs> old nips. <laughs> oh God, that's too funny. <laughs> this is yeah. See, this is what happens when we get together. This, this, this is what used to happen when me and you went to church together. We'd laugh in church. We'd get in trouble. <laughs> oh my! T- I tell you, it, you know, it, it, I swear, it was like every Christmas Eve. You know. We- <laughs> You know, the harp would be playing, and then you and I would look at each other and just start cracking up. <laughs> we would get separated by mom and dad in church, and, oh, and then once, my once I start laughing, I couldn't stop. I just start losing it, and then uh, uh, someone banged their head on one of the candles and in church the one time, and we had people in front of us um, passing gas on the wooden pews. <laughs> Oh good yes, old, I remember lumpy. Good old lumpy. Yes. Yeah, we got lumpy. Yeah. And oh man, just and I would just lose it and crack up laughing and we were just oh god. You you were the one person I can't sit next to in, in a church. That's oh. It. That's a great it's a great but foul memory, but I I, re, I just so remember because, you know, now passing gas in general. <laughs> 
that is that's that's always funny. Just <laughs> as, as stupid as it is, it's funny. It's hilarious. But but it, this is a church that has a bit of an echo factor to it. And then you've got these butt cheeks that are, I mean, Lumpy was a, was a large big guy, man. Big guy. And yes. And so when he sat on the pew, I mean, he took up a good you know, chunk of that pew and then it, oh, pew, <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, the pew and, pew. and then all of a sudden, yes. And then all of a sudden it's like, I don't know what it was. It was just shots it, rang it was, out against it. It was, it like, was like a rendition of Wipeout with, with echo chamber. Oh my gosh. It was just like, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> thank you good night i love you <laughs> you know it's like the solo at the end of the night and you know it's funny something about lumpy what they call him and they call him in friend france um he is lumpy le pew <laughs> so, there you go fun fact a little, little, tid, little, little tidbit, tidbit yes. for you yeah okay so we, we we went off the line there but that was great that was fun but i but i do i, I do like that because i swear Church time for us just meant that we were just going to, we, it was such pressure to hold it oh, in. Yeah. We, and we couldn't, I mean, and there was times where we're almost sweating to try to not laugh out loud, you know, beads yeah. of sweat are kind of pouring down, you know, and we're looking at each other, our eyes are pinched, we're tearing, you know, hold, oh, holding my, my nose so I don't laugh and oh, yeah, looking yeah, at yeah. you because just, it, it didn't matter what it was. We would just find a reason to laugh and. And mom and mom would get so mad at us. She would be so upset, um, and just oh my god, she's like, I don't want you guys coming to church. And at midnight mass was long. It was a, it was a long, especially at Christmas. Midnight mass was a long mass. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, too too fun, too 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 much fun going on there. Good old lumpy. Thanks lump. <laughs> Thanks lump. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh my God. You know, it's funny. There's a, a part in there. You said, I think it was you that said it, that, you know, it was just trying to hold it in, you know, the pressure of trying to hold it in. <laughs> Apparently, Lumpy didn't have a hard time holding it in either. So you let it go. But. <laughs> I was thinking, keep going. And poor, that poor Lumpy, too. And apparently, we found out later that mom got mad at us because Lumpy had passed away. So <laughs> that's true. And here, and we laughed about that, actually, too. Yes, yes. So oh yeah, Mama Bird is um, obviously been uh, you know a big part of uh, obviously our lives and uh, and the podcast and uh, has she though? I mean, really? Like, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's uh, you know she's inserted herself by um, obviously being a listener and uh, and then pointing out you know when we say something correctly or we're being stupid or you know whatever or for going too long. <laughs> yes. And, and you know, and she also, as a mother, she was a great mother as far as supervision. So that, that was always <laughs> clearly cool. established. Oh my! We, we we all found that out from my childhood that uh, she was a great supervision, yes. uh, watching me, making sure I wasn't jumping off couches or bookcases or diving into swimming pools I shouldn't be. So that was good. Yes. Thanks, mom. Yes, and and as we found out later too, not not on a podcast episode, but we've talked about this um during Christmas we might have mentioned it or, or, or New Year's or something um where we talked about uh her babysitting <laughs> uh, my kids. There when one of them was playing with knives and another one big knives. Yeah. 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 So there you go. Supervision. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Awesome. Good job. Yeah. Um so I think the the pray the big um, story that or the moment that came out of these podcasts were the Mama Bird, George, and the Christmas Wish. 
So, bro, why don't I, why don't you uh, kind of set that up? Uh, okay. So, wh- which one do you want me to set up? Start with uh, with the Halloween with George. Yes. Okay. So, those of you that have listened to the podcast know about the scarecrow that she put outside the front of the house. Um, she um, put my old clothes on him and named him George, which was, I mean, gave the, gave him a name, which was kind of bizarre. Um, so anyhow, she put him outside. Um, one night, one morning she came outside and he was gone. Someone had stolen George. Um, she immediately went into her uh, witch lab and started <laughs> to um, um, conjure the spirits Um and put a curse on whoever had this uh, had George would not be able to sleep or would would just would be it would be unbearable for them to have to keep it. Um, late the next day, uh, George was in a bag found on the front steps, right? I believe, or the front door, or, or right by the pole where yeah, he was. Yeah. So basically, um, it was very bizarre because she wished it back and it came back. Yeah, yeah, it's just really weird yeah yeah so you know which which segued you know pretty well when we talked about the christmas wish story um which you know which was a fun episode because we got to do that live when i was in north dakota and um you know we wanted to talk about kind of christmas gifts and and how they affected us and you know our mom always you know talked about this and so she shared it on air. It was, um, and I thought, you know, it, it, it was a, it was a fun episode to listen to because you, you could hear it in her voice that like the wonder of Christmas is like living in, in our mother. Um, and there might be some other things living in our mother too, because clearly she has a way to get what she wants. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. So the, and then the Christmas wish one was where she was, I think it was out, outside of Sears window and, and Christmas time back in those days. And I, I guess, you know, price t- to this day, you can still window shop and stuff. And so she saw these two dolls uh, focused in on one, wished real hard. And um, and then, of course, the next morning she finds uh, the doll there, as well as the second doll that her uncle brings over. So... Um, and now we we joke about you know her having you know special powers, but I believe Paul that uh, one of our our, our our really faithful listeners actually mentioned that to you when she saw you. She did, yes. She said that she really believes that she's like some kind of like witch or something. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been calling her a witch all our lives. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. But I mean, her, yeah, you know. I mean, here's the thing, okay? So, and we joked about the Christmas wish. You know, I, you know, I, I don't know if we should call it a wish or the, the Christmas Christmas curse, but um, yeah, I think she, I lost you it. know, we joked about um, yep, her um, saying that possibly, you know, maybe she told someone or someone like knew, but she says that she didn't ever told anyone about it. She claims that, um, you know, she just wished it and it was there. So I don't know. Hey, bro, I think I'm I'm losing you on uh, on my end. Yeah, I think he might be gone. I don't know if anybody else is hearing him, but I've I've lost him on my end. So, um, yeah. So that was. Are you are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh yeah, you, I I lost. Did, did, we, did we have a little technical difficulty? Yeah, yeah you completely went out oh, on me. Yeah, I'm really sorry. I don't know what happened. I apologize. Okay, no problem. Not your fault. I don't know what you heard me say last, but um, nothing. 
<laughs> that was the oh. problem. <laughs> this portion of Dead Air will be brought to you by DJ Pauly. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, so basically what I was saying really quickly is that, you know, she claims that um, she never told anyone about the dolls and stuff like that. And we always say, well, you had to tell someone, you know, we, we maybe your parents knew or they saw you looking at the window. And But she says no and that she wished really hard and the doll was there. And then the other doll she liked, too, her uncle delivered to her for Christmas the next day. So she got two dolls. Yeah. And she stands by that um, by that story. I mean, and, and no, I, don't. I mean, re- realistically, I mean, obviously, your parents were paying attention, saw her focusing in on that. But um, it has to be. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, you know, if that's the case, you know, like I would have been wishing for like a Ferrari, you know, like or whatever, you know, I walked outside and there was a Ferrari in the drive in the driveway. You know, I mean, I don't know, but um, I, maybe, you know, we all we all like the vision, the thought of Santa Claus as kids. And, um, you know, and we, we love that whole thought of there's someone out there that comes that breaks into your home at night and delivers <laughs> presents to you, you know. Um, but I mean, honestly, I really just believe that, you know, maybe, you know, someone noticed, you know, maybe grandma or grandpa noticed her looking at the doll and said, maybe we'll get this, you know, or, and the odds of an uncle buying a doll and maybe he saw the doll and said, oh, maybe I'll buy this for my niece. You know, I don't know. Or they bought both at the same time and then gave it to the uncle to give. But anyway, uh, I know we're ruining the magic of, um, that episode (laughs) and because, you know, she, she really told it well. And, uh, you know, I know how much it means to her. She sounded, she sounded like a kid too. when she's she, talking about it. She did. She's like, so I found this little doll. And then she's like, very excited about it. Like, uh, like oh my God, yeah, it's got, a Christmas miracle. Yeah. We're going to get, we're going to, we're going to hear about that one. So yeah, it's, it's a cute story. So hopefully, is it cute or is it scary? I, I don't know. Right, listen, there's that side of it. There's no doubt. <laughs> There's a dark side to that. Yes. But wow. um but yeah, so there um I think you know those I mean obviously there's I think there's a lot of other ones that we enjoyed but those are ones that uh, I thought were good to kind of pull out. Yeah, oh anytime that we lose it and like me and you just start just laughing and out of control is always fun because it, it you know it's we don't do a script, you know, where there's no script, we we have a topic and we go with it. And so a lot of times for us, it's just, you know, we lose control and we laugh and we have a good time. And I think that's what makes it, you know, raw and and kind of fun. So, well, I, I hope so. I mean, I know it's yeah. fun for us. And, and I think um, from the people that have shared, you know, some, some feedback, I think they seem to enjoy it too. So that's nice. Yeah, um, absolutely. But all right. Well, why don't we go ahead and take another break and, Sounds uh, good. and then we'll come back. One in one. <laughs> It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. Feedthepig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. 
Welcome to Calvin's Barbershop. You all got to see this. I don't even want to know what you're looking at on that phone. Well, you should. I was learning about the dangers of high blood pressure and that we need to get ours checked regularly. High blood pressure can increase the risk of heart attack or stroke, but this text program can help keep it at a healthy range. Just text Barbershop to 97779 to sign up. I'll get right on it as soon as I'm done with this baby panda video. (laughs) Text Barbershop to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. Uh, we're back, uh, the final stretch here of our yeah. brunch with the Back in Time Brothers. Hey, that first commercial that played, wasn't it a little ironic how we're talking about all this dark stuff and it was like, sell your soul to the devil or whatever it was? Like That that was very bizarre. Yes, I agree with you. <laughs> it's funny, when I hear these commercials, because in, in other podcasts, we've done some parodied commercials and we've thrown them right. in just to you know add some fun to it. And... Um, Every time I hear these, I keep thinking that we're these are goofs, but these are actually real ads. <laughs> you know, I, me too. I was listening to some of them. I was like, yeah, okay, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to that baby panda video. I'm like, really? Come on now, <laughs> good old mama shop. Oh gosh. Well, we've got. Um, well, we got, so here's how, here's how we should kind of wrap this up. Let's uh, let's talk about 1981. We'll do the uh, the music on that, and then we'll kind of wrap up with um, our uh, talk a little bit about the the radio channel. Talk about our next podcast episode, and then we can close out. Sounds good. All right, let's do it. So here we go. 1981, and you know the, the contrast to what was being played in 1991. So here were the top five one-hit wonders. I was going to say, there's not going to be any Timmy T in 1981. Trust me. Absolutely not. Okay, good. Listen to this. You had Dottie West with Kenny Rogers, What Are We Doing in Love? Okay. Terry Gibbs, Somebody's Knocking. Um, we had Just the Two of Us with Bill Withers and Grover Washington Jr. And I tell you what, that's a great album. It was called the Wine Light Album, great jazz album. And if there's ever something you want, like if you have a date and you want to have some music in the background, that's a great album yeah. to do that with. Um, then Here you go. And then the number one, um, and I'm leaving one, the number three song off because I, I really wanted to give, give a flavor of that. Um, but the number one song was The Greatest American Hero, oh, believe it or I not. Do. Do you remember that? It or oh not, my gosh! I'm walking on air, right? That's it. That was the number one one-hit wonder. So such a different. Well, that was that was a good that was a good sitcom. Though. It was, was a yeah. Good show. I forget. Maybe it ran what two three years? Maybe William William Cat was the lead. Yeah. Yep. Kind of the oh. the goofy superhero type. The uh, he was definitely goofy. Yeah, he could never. He didn't know how to fly, and he would always crash yeah. when he landed. Yeah, yeah it was fun. pretty funny. Um, but this is the number three song and I pulled it out because I had almost forgotten this thing even existed. And what's, what I found interesting about it is that this was a Dutch group that would essentially recreate, um, different songs and try to sound like the, the original bands and they put together these medleys. Okay. Thank God. I thought you were going to say Bucks Fizz. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not going to be Bucks Fizz, but it's, do you remember yeah. these guys were called Stars on 45? On 45. Remember yes, them? I do. I do. Yeah. They would, uh, they would do these medleys. Yeah. Yeah. So here I want to just uh, play a little of this one.
So I find it interesting because this there's like no rhyme or reason. The, the, if you listen to the rest of it, it's really full of all Beatles stuff. Yes. But yet the beginning, they had Archies. Yeah, they had the Archies, and then they did some like classic disco stuff, Beat the Clock, I heard in there, and and some other things. And, yeah. Um, you know, it, very – very obviously very disco oriented because it was 81 so disco was still very big yep. but yeah this was this was a record i actually i actually had this on vinyl um and um <laughs> it, it was very I, I never played it because i i could just i could mix the songs myself one but it was very bizarre how it just it became like it became like a beatle medley <laughs> yeah and i always thought this group were really just mixing, but they were, you know, they, they couldn't do that back then, apparently. And what they did was they would just recreate the songs. And if you listen to just that little clip before, I mean, he sounded like John Lennon. It was actually pretty good. He really did. Yeah. yeah. And he even sounded like the Archies too. I mean, the, the yeah. voices, the voices were really pretty good on, 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 on point. And I mean, even the songs that they played and I don't, and I don't know if they were playing the music or if it was instrumentals or, if they were, you know, mixing them as far as that and then just singing. No, they, were, they, were, they played, they recreated, they had all studio musicians that recreated all these songs. That's crazy. I mean, they're it, talented to do, but it, it was a stupid record. <laughs> I mean, it really was. It was just, it didn't make any sense. Like you said, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Like, let's start off, let's start off with classic disco and then go into the Beatles. I don't get that. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there you go. So that was the, the, um, the number one was the, the believe it or not. And then, uh, you know, those were some of the one hit wonders. And then the top billboard album at that time, which is interesting because they were doing Beatles stuff was, uh, John Lennon and Yoko Ono's double fantasy, which was a fantastic album. Um, the number one single in, in 1981, um, on January 3rd was just like starting over from that album. So, um, I actually liked the song woman from that album. I think that that's more of my favorite, uh, but that's a really good album. So there you go. Okay. That is 1981 wrapped up 40 years ago. What was hot at this time. Um, so I guess let's, uh, let's talk about what this channel is going to be about. Let's do it. I think basically we, we, we had talked about um, our podcast is one thing, obviously we're doing our, our show and our podcast and everything. And that's great. Um, but we, we started talking about doing like a radio station. And we want to kind of dedicate it to 70s, 80s, and 90s music. And all, in all genres of it. I mean, not just, you know, right. 70s classic disco and 70s classic rock. And and so basically our, our goal and plan is for we're going to have these blocks and these shows that we'll be doing that we'll be able to do, you know, an 80s show, a 70s show. And, um, you know, last night on New Year's Eve, um, I, I actually had one of my mixes that I did that we played for New Year's Eve. It was like a 90s mix 
of all kind of dance music and stuff, which is, which is kind of cool and things. But that's, that's our goal is to, to, I mean, those are three great decades, seventies, eighties and nineties are great music. You know, I mean, you had so much going on in the eighties, the nineties started with the grunge scene, then, you know, the nineties rap scene. And I mean, so our goal is to be able to put that out there and have a station for, um, people that love that kind of music, you know, that, that fifties, forties, you know, crowd 30, even the thirties, you know, late thirties crowd, um, that grew up on that kind of stuff. So I think that's kind of what the plan was, right? Yeah. And, um, on the, on our back in time brothers, um, um, webpage, you go to the, um, the radio portion and, uh, what we'll do there is kind of put down what time, uh, the certain blocks of, of music or different types of shows that we'll have, we'll, we'll post it on there so that if anybody wants to plan to kind of listen to it. And I mean, we know that there's plenty of thing, you know, ways to, to listen to music these days, but uh, if you enjoy uh, the music that, um, that we've discussed and uh, are part of your lives, we you know, we tried to curate these, these different, you know, hour, two hour, blocks of um really specific music um that keeps you kind of in that uh that frame of mind and hopefully brings back some really good uh memories i mean i got i got a you know metal hour that i'll play and and uh we've done you know 90s stuff we've done the classic 70s and 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 of course new wave and and some 80s pop so you know we've really varied and uh, we've been just kind of playing with it I mean, we know some people have, have kind of gone on and listened to it, but, um, you know, we hope that uh, more will join and, and enjoy it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's, that's the whole point. I mean, go listen to the music that you grew up on, you know, listen to that, and hopefully it brings back some memories for you like it does for us. And, and Lou, you have spent a lot of time, you know, doing a lot of programming with some great stuff on there. I mean, I've, I've, I've listened to our radio station, and um, there's been some great music, man, songs that bring back a memory that, you're just like, oh wow, man! I haven't heard that song yeah. in a long time. So you've done a great yeah. job of programming, man. So you should uh, hats off to you for that. If I was wearing a hat, I'd tip it off to you, but I don't have a hat. All right. So well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. Well, let's do this. Let's take our last uh, ad break, and then we'll wrap up and talk about our last our upcoming podcast episode that's going to be available. I think pretty much right after this show. Sounds good. Let's do it. We'll be right back. The stores are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies. Like, like the storm. storm. When, when it kicked, kicked in, we had we a plan. We, we were able to get in touch with each other in no, no time. Idea how to find each other. The, the whole, whole experience, experience was fine. The most frightening 10 hours of my life. If, if there's, there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms, moms out there, there, it's to stay calm and keep to the plan. Message. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Start your plan at ready.gov. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Oh, we're back. And there was that commercial again. Yeah, boy, I tell you what, they're really pushing that. They really are. And then that one before that with the car seats. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, obviously you're not going to put a 12 year old in a car seat. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. All right. <laughs> um, so our 
podcast episode that's going to be dropping right after this is going to be our date. What is it? My favorite debut albums of the seventies. That is correct. Yes. And I think it's a fun episode because the seventies, especially the late seventies had some amazing albums that, that, that debuted. And when you listen to the stretch of music and artists that are in that period, you're going to be like, wow, what a great time. Yes. Like 76 to 78, man, just some killer times. Crazy. Yeah. It it, it was a fun episode. And, um, you know, some of the, some of the, some of the stuff I wasn't really a hundred percent like, Oh, okay. I wasn't too sure about, um, because I was like some stuff like 71, 72, I was young, but, um, I'll tell you what, when we got into like that 76 time, like 75 and up, Oh my! I I I lit up like a Christmas tree, or yeah. I, or I lit up like J Lo on uh, the show last night in that big white tree. <laughs> uh, something uh, maybe maybe I lit up even more after she took off the tree. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a fun episode. Um, you know, especially all you all you people out there that love the seventies. It's a great memory lane trip. I'll tell you that because there's a lot of stuff from the seventies um, that you know kind of I think it kind of gets overlooked because the eighties is such a powerful decade. The seventies kind of gets lost a little bit, and there was some great stuff in the seventies. So I think mm. it's kind of a uh, Lou put together a great list without the help of our home office in Council Bluffs, Iowa. Um, Lou did a great job putting a good list together. He has you know his criteria and everything that he does. Um, so. Um, hopefully you guys approve of this list and like it and enjoy it. So yeah, there it is. All right, cool. All right. Well, bro, I guess we should uh, wrap her up. I think we should. Um, I think it was a lot of fun to do this episode. Um, we want to thank everyone that came on and listened. Uh, we hope that you continue listening to the channel, listening to the music, the different blocks. We'll be putting schedules of things that'll be out there. Lou talked about that a little bit earlier, but, um, you know, it was, a, it was a lot of fun to spend New Year's Day with you guys, a, a brand new year, 2021. We thank you for your continued support as always. Um, the last, uh, the last, you know, close to a year now, we're getting close to that year point, has been a fun year for us um, doing this. So uh, we want to continue doing so. Don't forget about our website, backintimebrothers.com. Um, you can listen to the station there. Click on the Live 365 button. And we also have our shop. Um, so feel free to buy some t-shirts, hats, um, to support, um, our, our, our brand. And, um, and also, um, we also have our podcast episodes under as well, right, bro? Absolutely. So yeah, they can kind of go visit our website and you have a little bit of everything right there for you. Sounds good. All right. Um, so yeah, so we're going to go back to a normal, uh, broadcasting of, uh, of music on our station. Um, we want you guys to have a, a great 2021. Let's hope it's a better year. And um, thank you so much for listening to our show today. We, we hope you guys have a great day and enjoy some football, enjoy some food with family and just relax. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year.